Good morning. Feel the sun shining on my face right now. Sitting about halfway up a mountainous, hilly area, and the sun has just risen. It's about half past the hour, 6.30 or so. And I came up here intending to uh, feel the earth, feel the elements, and so allow some words to come through me that might be of value. Ah, I've been thinking a lot about empathy and privilege. Uh, some of you may have tuned in that I'm in Guatemala right now. And Guatemala is somewhat different from the U.S. Well, it's different in a lot of ways, but one way in that it's different is that there aren't as many people living in what might be considered a luxury or even um, very comfortable living conditions. So some might call it developing country or second world, third world. Um, I don't know about those terms, but I do know that I have some friends here that are locals and I visited one man's home and it is essentially a, a one-room shack, um, just concrete cinder block walls that are cracking and falling apart and uh, wooden beams that are rotting and a roof that's leaking. The roof is made out of tin and of course it gets really hot in the summer and everyone sleeps in the same room which has no windows and then there's a tiny little room that's attached which is the kitchen eating area the cooking over fire um, and there's just one window in the kitchen which does happen to have a beautiful view overlooking the lake um, and everyone kind of lives in really, really close quarters. Um, so it's all these one-room shacks kind of stacked on top of each other. And that is quite a contrast from my living situation. And I think many of the living situations of the travelers that visit this place. And of course, there are levels to all of this. But, um, you know, I live in like... A nice little casita and I guess you could say that my house is just like two rooms the kitchen and the bedroom but it's filled with windows it's open it's uh, it's got sliding glass doors it's just a nice place and it's not all that luxurious but it's nice it's comfortable there aren't things the walls aren't cracking the roof isn't leaking um, and then yeah, you can go up from there and have like really luxurious hotel rooms or a whole entire house to yourself right on the lake. Or you could be sharing a dorm with a bunch of people in a hostel. So there's levels to all of this. And I guess it's like levels along the spectrum of human comfort. Um, and I recognize that that's a really relative concept like what's comfortable to one person might be very uncomfortable to another person and vice versa so i recognize that in recognizing that and in this discussion of 
empathy and privilege, I I have been considering the the polarities of, of universal uh, preferences. I'll call them universal preferences versus cultural differences. So someone might say, well, I spent my whole life growing up sharing a room with all my brothers and sisters, so it's not uncomfortable for me at all. I'm perfectly comfortable sharing room with others. Of course, it could also be the alternative. I lived with my brothers and sisters growing up in the same room, so now I just can't stand to share a room with others. So even just person to person in the same culture, these things can vary. Um, now, I won't get into a whole you know, comparison of all the different living conditions and situations that a human being can encounter and how they might come to enjoy one versus the other. But I do want to just really kind of like look at the idea that there are universal preferences, that no matter which culture you come from, no matter how you grew up and what kind of living situation, whether you have experienced comfort, like great luxury or whether you haven't, that I, I believe, I have a hypothesis that nearly all human beings share some universal preferences for what it means to be comfortable. So to have a home that is filled with natural light, or at least has some natural light, um, some amount of personal space, um, access to clean water, access to nutritious, tasty food, and yeah, maybe I could just even keep it with those, clean air. Like, I feel like those are the most basic ones that we've all, you know, they've kind of become the buzzwords, clean air, clean water, nutritious food. You know, now the whole, we're entering into a paradigm, it seems, where human beings are come to rec coming to recognize that we all deserve to have access to those three basic foundational essential elements of life clean water clean air nutritious tasty food you could even take out tasty nutritious nourishing food but then going beyond that you know just like a house that is can be warm when it's cold outside and that can be cool when it's hot outside <laughs> and I recognize as I'm saying these uh, like people are ready to say oh I don't need that or uh, a person doesn't need that but I'm just you know I'm just looking at like the basic levels of comfort and why am I looking at this because it's it's so blatant here in Guatemala I mean it's even blatant in the cities but and what what I'm referring to is the this experience of being someone who has access to these comforts because I have money. I mean, let's just get right down to it. Money's a big part of this. And as far as I can tell, my understanding of privilege is that I was born into a family in which I could fulfill my needs and desires quite easily. I, I'm that, That's my understanding of privilege. And that some folks in this world were born into families, or, or not even a family, just born into a situation, a living condition in which 
fulfilling needs and desires was very difficult, very challenging. And how that how does that experience ripple out throughout our lives? It seems that there are patterns here that a person who grows up in a condition in which it's very straightforward and easy to get what I need and want. Well, that continues throughout life. I have that to rely upon, that foundation that built me up, allowed me to succeed in school and to get a good job and to be healthy and to know what it feels like to be loved. And so I succeed in the social realms and the economic realms and the professional realms. It's just that these things continue on. And then the alternative is true that um, when it's very difficult, let's just call it poverty, growing up in poverty, that seems to, it, it, it's difficult to, to move out of poverty. And I guess we could call that the American dream is that here's a society in which everyone has an equal opportunity, so quote unquote, equal opportunity to rise up through the ranks. What do they call it? Um, Moving on up, moving on up to the east side. We finally got a piece of the pie. Ooh, yeah, that sounded good. Felt good, too. Um, so, yeah, just like, what do we call it? Moving on up. Sure, moving on up. And, uh... No, some people do it, and they're awesome. They figure it out. They just see how the system works and they bow down and go for it. And then, of course, some people born with all the resources they could ever need and end up getting addicted to pills and end up in rehab, in and out of rehab. And just, it can go totally the opposite direction. And when I talk about success, I guess I am just talking about what level of comfort I experience in my life. Because um, I don't think fulfilling all my desires is necessarily success. But having my needs met and then my basic desires met, that feels good to me. That feels like I'm succeeding in this world. Um, when I can independently support myself and perhaps my family, and then we could even take it a step further where I can actually help others um, beyond my family circle. And that's kind of where this conversation is also uh, navigating. It's like helping others. Yeah, what like when I come here to Guatemala or when I'm walking through a city and I just come into contact with people who appear to be pretty uncomfortable, either living on the streets or living in a, a tiny little shack with a leaking roof and crackling walls, what do I do with that? What do I do with that when I know that I've got a really nice space and I'm not wealthy, but I have some money saved up. Um, I have enough to buy the food that I need. I have enough to buy some things that I want. And then I probably have some left over. And well, it just kind of leads to this question of how do I help another person? Um, and what is real help? Um, what is real help? You know, if I just give someone the money to buy what they need, then, then what, when their house, when their roof is leaking next time, 
you know, I'm going to say it. I'm going to come back to the old proverb. Give a person a fish, feed him for a day. Feed a or, uh, teach a person a fish, feed him for life. So what does that look like? You know, and I asked this question years and years ago when I started to tune into these feelings of empathy and privilege and a desire to help. And I was like, education, education is the way. Teach people, for, teach them from a young age how to just be a successful person, how to support themselves, how to support their family, how to get by in this world, and then how to help bring help to others. Um, so education has be you know, that that is the answer, education. And also, right now, we've just got billions of people living on this planet who are well beyond the age of a child and in need of great help. And it just happens on a day-to-day -day basis. Like, just one example is, say, I'm eating in a restaurant. And certainly being here in Guatemala, especially during this time in which things are precarious like we don't know here how much food is going to be available in the coming weeks so we're wanting to stock up but of course as i'm stocking up at least i'm considering all the people who don't necessarily have enough money to stock up on food like this so i don't want to buy too much because i want to make sure that everyone has enough but i also do want to take care of myself because here's another proverb i can't help others unless i help myself so I need to be safe and secure and healthy in, in order to support others in being safe and secure and healthy. That's just, that feels true to me. So just, yeah, I'm eating in a restaurant, say, and I, this is, uh, this is a luxury. I don't need to be eating this restaurant. I could be at home just eating rice and beans, but I'm wanting to get a nice, delicious meal because it's enjoyable. And I've grown up in a, in this lifetime with, with the access to those luxuries. And so now I, I do kind of feel a, uh, a, a you know, a desire. I, I desire to go out and eat sometimes. And while I'm eating in the restaurant, I have thoughts. And the thoughts are sometimes along the lines of, well, you know, this money that I'm spending on this meal could probably feed my friend's family for a week or at least a few days. So that doesn't, that doesn't actually feel that good to have that thought. And also... I, you know, I just, I recognize where I'm at. I recognize the level of self and selfishness that I do feel. And, and like, right now the selfishness outweighs the selflessness. I'll just be completely vulnerable and honest on that. I want to go out and eat. I want to get a nice meal. And I can. And, yeah, that that does take away from money that I could give to someone in need. And as I say that, I realize that it is selfish. And to be honest, I'm not exactly sure... No, I'm not exactly sure how to justify it. Because um, I'm not ready to just like give up all my extra money to other people. One, because I still want to enjoy some luxuries. And two, because I'm not so sure how much that would help. But how can I teach? How can I even take away teach? Because let's just, you know, I don't think I know any better than these people just because I had the privilege of being born into a wealthy family or a family where it was easy to get what I needed.
I don't know any better. But I, let's see, where am I going with this? I want to help. I want to make sure that you can enjoy these things too. As I've said in a past episode, empathy for me is feeling like this isn't fun unless you're having fun too. Like I'm not, I can't fully enjoy this unless you're all enjoying it too. And of course I can, like, I'll, I'll come back to my center and to my peace and I'll be present with what is and I'll really feel gratitude and appreciation for this beautiful meal that's in front of me. And also, I want you to be able to enjoy this too. I, I do. I want you to be able to go out for a nice meal from time to time. And that is an extra need. Like, let's focus on just getting you a comfortable home first. But all of this to say that wouldn't it feel great if we could all just enjoy some luxuries here and there? If we wanted to? If we wanted to. If a person wants to have a nicer home, wants to have a nicer house, how can we create systems in the society that allow for that growth, allow for people to move on up? And perhaps some of us might say, well, it exists in America. And I have, you know, I, I don't know. I don't fully agree with that. I'm not going to get. In, I, I, I'm not going to get into a full discussion of what I think that society look like looks like, where it's it is equitable and and it is easy for or relatively uh, accessible for a person to move on up. That's coming though. That's coming in a future episode. But just to bring this back to focus, um, it seems like the world is in a in a big shift right now. And all of these ideas are, are going to be very present, I think, as many people are going to suffer greatly. We're going, like, loved ones are going to die. And it's going to be very difficult to have access to the things we need. I think that we all just feel that that is coming because the way that we're living on this planet is not sustainable. It just isn't. When... We need five Earths to support the lifestyle of of only a small percentage of the Earth. It's not fair. It's not sustainable. Don't feel good. So today was kind of just a rambling outpouring of words and ideas. But I guess the overarching theme is just that I'm recognizing how empathy and privilege play into my life. I'm asking questions about how can I offer real support and help to others. And, um, and I'm just offering these ideas and questions for us all to consider. I think it's just an ongoing conversation for all of us to have. If we also, you know, if anyone out there is also feeling these feelings, Maybe you can articulate it and express it in different ways. I'm doing my best with it right now. More to come on all of this. Enjoy another day here on planet Earth. Let's send out some good vibrations to all the people as, as times get a little tougher right now, as it gets a little more challenging to secure ourselves and others let's just remember it's uh fear or love those are 
I think, where we exercise the most choice in our world. Fear or love. Peace.